0: Welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is a brand new rock star. I'm so excited to dig in. He's the founder and CEO of Waymaker.io, Stuart Leo. Thank you so much for joining me.
1: Uh, Kirby, a uh, pleasure to be here. That's the first time I've ever been introduced as a rock star. So that's right. uh, come on, that's, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take that. All my, all my boyhood dreams have been uh, realized this morning.
0: That's right. Well, and, and and as we say this, as you can tell, basically by Stuart's uh, accent already, you know, he's he's in Australia, so he has been super kind to get up really early to record this. So I appreciate that as well. Coffee. Coffee, indeed. All right. So one of the things I know about you, Stuart, and my, my uh, research about you is you certainly have a perspective on leadership. So I wanted to talk a little bit about leadership and sort of how it affects entrepreneurs and all that sort of thing. So um, one of the questions I wanted to ask you is, what are the three keys to growth for any organization?
1: Mm, okay, great question, and uh, love to talk about this topic. So let's dive straight in. Uh, in at Waymaker, which is the platform we we uh, founded and we run, uh, we talk about three keys to growth being clarity, alignment, and focus. Clarity in all the fundamental what's of your business, uh, what's your vision, what's your market, what's your strategy, what's your business model, what's your customer experience, what's your employee experience. um, Alignment in who is doing what Mm. in order to achieve team success. So uh, at the end of the day, we want to help people uh, break through and achieve growth. Mm. Uh, In doing that, and if you're an entrepreneur or uh, running a marketing team or a sales team or leading growth in your organization, then it's never just you. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, the key to alignment is what does success look like and what is my contribution to that success? Mm -hmm. And then I can be accountable and responsible to that. And number three is focus. And, uh, and that's absolutely what are the one, two or three things that if I do and deliver in the next 12 or 24 weeks, shift the needle. And so clarity, all the fundamental answers to the what's, the the big what's of the organisation. Alignment, okay, what does success look look like and what's my contribution to it? And focus, what are the one or two, hopefully no more than three things that, if delivered, actually shift the needle. So clarity, alignment and focus. If you can get those three things inside your team, your organisation, then just step out of the way job done go home for <laughs> beer uh and uh enjoy the success
0: <laughs> yeah that makes it makes a ton of sense and I love that last one focus too I <clears throat> I um I forget the name of the book but it was the recent uh book by Bob Iger uh who used mm-hmm. to run Disney where he talked about when he was getting ready to take over Disney that a, a, a consultant came in and asked him How, what are your uh, priorities and he said, mm. well, I want this, and I want this, and I want this, and I want this. He started naming <laughs> us. He said, stop. If you have more than three priorities, you have no priorities. Mm. And so I think that aligns exactly with your focus, right? Like, what are the what are the few things I can do to move the needle forward? And I think that makes a ton of sense.
1: It, um, it does. Um, PwC, just before the pandemic, released a report. I think it was called something like State of Strategy, one of the classic industry you yeah. know, reports you get and uh it was there was this mind-blowing statistic in it that said that 74 percent of all execs uh said that their greatest inhibitor to achieving progress for their and so achieving growth for their organization was that they were working on too many priorities mm. and uh so you know three quarters literally three quarters almost three quarters of all execs out there say i could actually do a better job if i didn't have more priorities and it's that old classic saying uh you know if you're multitasking well you're not even tasking uh you're <laughs> I, love <that. laughs> you, I love that you, you, you know you have it's it's that brutal truth so yeah, yeah that, that that last bit the focus bit is is the hardest piece <clears throat> yeah no
0: i love that so um what did and again this is something I, I read up on on sort of your bio that you talk a little bit about. What did the British military discover as the yeah. key to high value strategic leadership, and how can a business owner use this in their business today?
1: Unpack this us, was, <laughs> yeah. This uh, um, you said at the start. This was going to be. This could be about a fifteen-minute podcast. This is where it could go a little bit longer. So I, I hope. I hope this gets interesting for people. So th- this was. This story was one of the catalysts for our thinking at Waymaker. Um, and it, so it goes like this. Um, the goal, well, the number one thing that an organization needs for growth in the twenty-first century is what we would call strategic agility and uh the the capacity to um know where you're going have great clarity in what you want to achieve and hold that tightly but the path to getting there hold that more loosely Mm -hmm. yeah yeah be be able yeah be able to duck and weave tick and tack you know those classic (laughs) sayings zig and zag uh it's it's um uh it's that capacity to as an organization to to move and to move in an agile way and potentially move you know maybe marketing's got to move this way and uh operations got to move that way and products got to adjust this way and it's uh you know you don't want to be operating like a big ship you know Mm -hmm. with one person at the bridge just doing this you want to be operating with clarity of where you want to get to and the capacity to morph and move and mm. i hope that i hope that visual picture is yeah. making sense, Makes total um, sense. This, this is totally uninspiring but be more like a blob of mud flowing down a hill <laughs> than you know a big box trying yeah. to get down the hill uh, that's the yeah. that's kind of it. the idea um so <clears throat> this move um we we often talk about the uh, The shift we help people make at Waymaker using our platform is the shift from reactive chaos, stuff happening to me, Mm. to strategic agility. Ah, We know where we're going. People are empowered. They've got clarity. They've got alignment. They've got focus. And so they can move and adapt. And so we we learned that from the British military. And so um, the British military coming out of the 20th century, by the late 80s, early 90s, recognized that, wars in the 21st century um and sadly to say this has come true were not going to be played out like they were in the 20th century you know the 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 days of lining up a million men on a big long front line and 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 pushing that through into a nation are are pretty much over um it was a get in get out kind of world um and uh and so they recognized that their strategic decision making processes didn't match this new world they were going to be playing in mm-hmm. and if they couldn't figure out how to enable leaders to have strategic agility uh yeah. then they were going to fail and you know that's that's not a that's not a good thing when you're a major western country Uh yeah, see, right? that's a that's a strategic problem to fix yeah. so the way they fixed that problem was really interesting they 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 actually went back two and a half thousand years to uh the world of socrates and and developed a socratic method a question oh. and answer method okay. so in the world of agility you've got to be simpler you've you've got to be simpler but deeper I think if I could put those terms around it. And so Mm -hmm. questions are a powerful way of doing that. And they developed a small number of questions that they trained their leaders in and said, if you ask these questions on the battlefield, it happened to be seven of them. If you ask this small number of questions on the battlefield, uh, you will develop the highest value course of action and reach mission objective. And it actually doesn't matter. Um, what the answers are well it doesn't matter what the answers are but it doesn't matter um if if they go against the original mm. strategic planning they yeah. because we want to empower the leaders in the field to ask and answer these questions and then to turn around back to HQ and say well, we need this because of this this and this and this is how we're going to achieve our achieve in the 21st century that kind of sounds like well that makes sense doesn't it That makes right. sense but yeah. um you know you, you have to abolish the ivory tower you have to right uh, you have to decentralize you have to shift the thinking and the decision making down to the people that are facing it on the front line mm-hmm. and so they developed this um thing they called the seven questions uh it was the way they did combat estimates every military has a way of doing combat estimates I'm not a military guy I don't know if you are I take my hat off and I honor anybody in service it's a sure. tough gig uh and so I was enamored by this method they had developed uh, and it was incredibly successful so much mm. so much so that it it got formalized and institutionalized and set up as the way you do combat estimates if you're going to do a combat estimate go and ask these seven questions but a couple of the cool effects of this change in approach: number one, it decentralised. Mm-hmm. It meant that if you were the lance, if you're the guy out in the field, uh, and the and the world was changing around you, you could stop and ask and answer these seven questions, recalibrate your battle plan, uh, communicate with those around you, get the job done, mm-hmm. and and you're empowered to do it. Two, it flattened the organisation.
0: Okay.
1: Whether you were the general or the Lance corporal you were asking the same seven questions mm, yeah. uh, so you had this amazing common effect, language common language and thirdly it resulted in strategic agility it resulted in the capacity for a large organization with many different parts to morph into the form and frame and structure of what was required of that moment to achieve success in the short Mm -hmm. term and the long term does that Mm -hmm. make sense
0: it makes total sense yeah
1: so i was kind of enamored by this idea because i was coming out of corporate life at the time this is 10 or 15 years ago and thought you know jaded disillusioned with you know the, the the bureaucracy of politics <laughs> of corporate life yeah reading mm-hmm. these amazing stories going wouldn't wouldn't that be amazing if a business could do that and that triggered a journey um in a, in a previous consulting life of of going on a journey of discovery of going what would those questions look like if you were a small to medium enterprise or a business you yeah know, what, what would what does what what small number of questions could you ask an answer that would develop the highest value course of action for your business or for your life? Uh, and how could you apply that Socratic method uh, and simplify it? And stupidly, that sounds like trying to write a small number of questions, which took about 10 years.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: and uh, the, the net result was a small number of questions uh, that for many years was five or six, and then it became eight. And we I was trying to avoid it being seven questions like the military. And in the <laughs> end, it was like yeah. it kind of just fits as seven questions. We're <laughs> going to be seven questions. Uh so, so we have this small number of questions. And if you ask and answer those questions for your business or for you in your career, we've got two sets: person or business, you will build a better business. You will develop the highest value course of action. And kind of just like the military who are asking and answering those questions potentially bunkered down behind some Humvees in the desert. Uh, they've got some software in their hands connecting them out into the broader, wider world and giving them more intelligent answers. And mm-hmm. hence, our software comes into play to help you do that. So those questions, uh, you know, we as a team have been asking now for almost 10 years in various mm-hmm. formats. Um okay. And they've been transformational to the way we think about business in building those three things, clarity, the fundamental what's alignment or what does success look like and what's my individual responsibility towards it and focus, what are we going to do in the short term to shift the needle.
0: That's, that's really, that's really cool. And I love how it ties together too. So well done. You you made that. That was totally digestible. Good job. (laughs) 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 Thank you. So, uh, I've read read about the Waymaker Leadership Curve. Can you talk about what that is and how a leadership team can use it to to scale?
1: Yeah, it's um, it's a what we would call a, a sense making framework that this, these questions sit on top of. Okay. And um, you know, real simple. Imagine a curve, low on bottom left, high on top right. Everybody wants that curve, uh, right? You know, <laughs> get curving up. Yep. Um, but the the challenge was as you're asking and answering these questions of growth um, Mm -hmm. you you have to recognize that you're going through stages of growth you know an organization's a bit like a kid you're born. You become a toddler. You, you become a kid. Yeah. You become a a teenager. Uh, I've got one of those now. That's enjoyable. Um, <laughs> sure and, and, and <laughs> you, you become. That's that. That feels like a man of spoken experience. To. Um, uh, you move from teenager to young young adult maturity and and beyond. And the, the stages of growth there. And there are certain. You know, if you don't break through some of those stages of growth, that that has a some life-changing impacts for you uh same with your organization you you have an idea you go oh this is a potential idea in the marketplace you start to try and work to find market fit and figure out who you are in that marketplace you find some market fit and Mm -hmm. suddenly you start pulling a few people around you and you start building teams and skills and adding new systems and You keep building, and suddenly you find some maturity and some consistency, and then yep. you're like, "Oh, now we could pivot up into this area," and and you start actually, you know, leading in in your market. Hopefully, whether that be your neighbourhood, your country, or, or globally. And and so the challenge was, um, if if you can ask these questions of growth, um, can those questions of growth help you find? the breakthrough activities in those stages of growth Mm. that makes sense so so what are the things that you really have to nail in order to accelerate your journey through those stages and Mm. so it's a bit like saying if you're a if you're a kid you know to go from toddler to you know young young child you know what have you got a nail well you got a nail going to the toilet you got a nail feeding yourself you got a nail putting your clothes on you, you've got a yeah. nail being able to send you send your child to school and right. you know not not get reported to child services that kind <laughs> of thing. um and and so there's core skills and practices or systems that you have to know and that was what that's what the leadership curve kind of the aha moment was there there are things you need to know how to do And there are things you need to have systems or practices um, that could be technology, that could be a process Mm -hmm. that match up with those skills. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if 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 we look at the marketing leadership curve, um, you know, early on in the curve, there'll be things like um, personas. Who are we talking to? Mm -hmm. Uh, Customer journey. uh, What are the steps of the journey we're going through? And they would be skills of the organisation. Have we built that knowledge? Do we have that skill? Can we can we articulate those with clarity? But sitting kind of on the system side of the curve, of the leadership curve, would be ah, um, a a CRM, mm,
0: uh,
1: a, a an analytics um, that track the journey. You know, so if you've built a customer journey, then what are the analytics that help you measure success across that journey. So there are, for each of not, for the general skills that you're moving through, there are general systems that align and you go, before you try and build, you know, complex AI managed, blah, 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 that are kind of right up here on top of the curve, how about you start with learning how to kind of get out of bed, make your bed, get to school, make yourself clean. And if you can do those things really well as an organization, then they become the building blocks to the next layers and they accelerate your That's, path through. Yeah. Does that make sense?
0: It makes a ton of sense. I love the analogy. It's, it's you, gotta, you gotta, what do you say? You gotta crawl before you can walk and walk That's before it. you can run and all that sort of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, cool, man. This is great. I got one final question for you. I always mm. like to dig a little deeper on just on the personal side. So, who are some people that inspire you to be better and how do they do that?
1: Yeah, okay. That's a great question. Thanks. Um, uh who are people who inspire me to be better well um on a on a on an on industry perspective mm-hmm. um I, I try and read kind of fairly wide and and diverse so there's lots of different authors that i read and they you know you got your classic authors that you read the, the Lencionis the um uh the petersons the um, anybody that's challenging thinking, yeah, um, yeah, uh, and I think, I, th- I think our greatest challenge in this 21st century is to learn how to think well. That's that's really yeah. the first step of of leadership, um, and uh, and to challenge thinking, yeah, because uh, the only way you identify growth gaps is by challenging the thinking. It's it starts in the mind, so. Yeah from a from a personal perspective um uh you know it's it's family uh yeah. I, I, I for me you know when and everybody has you know hard times in life and in business and uh I look at my kids and go well that's the reason I get up out of bed right. in the morning that's yeah. that's I, I look at my wife and go well that's I'm, I'm a big believer that we we work to live not live to work and that mm. our business ought to be designed to foster and build our families and yeah. and our relationships and and if they're not doing that then then we've kind of got the context out of order yeah. um so uh and that comes from learned and lived experience like all of us right. but um so I, it's for me that's where the inspiration sits and, and lives uh, I hope that kind of makes sense.
0: It makes a ton of sense. I I totally get it. And I think as uh you know, entrepreneurs and and uh sometimes it's it's hard to we can get that out of alignment, and so it's good to always be reminded of it. So well done. You you've certainly lived up to rock star status today, Stuart. I appreciate that. Uh <laughs> well, you so-
1: didn't you didn't make me sing, and your audience will be thankful <laughs> of that. So don't worry, well, hey, me real, do that.
0: Real quickly, where can they find out more information about Waymaker?
1: Sure. Um visit Waymaker.io. Uh, Um, you can, you can jump in and I mean, there's a couple of things you can do. One, you can jump into our demo center, watch some videos, um, get a sense of what the platform does. Um, the platform is, is a, is a business management platform. You put it in your business to help you move from reactive chaos to strategic agility. Um, two, there's a free trial. You can spin up a free trial for 30 days, um, cancel at any time, get into it. That free trial will unlock what is called Waymaker Academy, which is dozens of courses and content um, that either our partners are using or our users are using um, to help challenge thinking. So things like um how to do a customer journey, uh, how to write personas, how to find your ideal market. Um, simple stuff that um isn't always that simple. Right. And so yeah. uh you can jump in and explore that. And if you want to connect um, with us on LinkedIn, follow us on LinkedIn. That's probably our best channel. Um, search Searchwaymaker.io or, or find me on LinkedIn, Stuart Leo. Um, and more than happy to connect with you and chat with you. That's awesome. Well, again, thanks
0: for getting up early. Appreciate it. We'll have to do it again sometime, okay?
1: Of course. Kirby, so, such a pleasure to be with you. Love the podcast. And um, yeah, can't wait to speak again.
0: All right. Thanks a lot, Stuart. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.